This is the Used Car Dealer Podcast with your hosts, Zach Klemp and Steve McClory. Hey, this is Zach Klemp, and you're listening to a special episode of the Used Car Dealer Podcast. And we have a fantastic guest today, Tom Hampton, who, believe it or not, is a third generation car guy. Over the last 13 years, him and his team have poured over 50,000 hours into helping dealers level up. So I wanted to kick things off with you, Tom, and ask you, how did you get into the car business? I was born. That's the best way I know how to describe it. it there was no escaping it. I literally sold my first car when I was eight years old, and I have never looked back. It's just in my blood and who I am. Wow. And why do you choose to work with independent dealers versus like new car or franchise dealerships? Well, it's simple. As an average, independents outnumber franchise 10 to 1. I know in my area in Houston, we outnumber them 40 to 1. And yet, we've got one-tenth of their resources, one-tenth of their tools. So that's been our goal is to bring the tools to the dealer, teach them how to use them, level the playing field. Got it. And what are some of the bad practices that you've observed with independent dealers? (laughs) Number one is what I lovingly call profititis. They are cutting corners on recon, all for another 200 bucks. They're, they're so afraid that they're going to lose a sale that they've got to do things cheap so they can get the merchandise out there cheap. Well, people don't want cheap cars. People want dependable transportation at a fair price. And when, when these guys begin to realize that it's relationships that build your business, then you're creating fans and you're not creating customers. And the more fans you create, the more stars you get, and the more fans you create, and the better your business is. Uh, The other one is policies. A lot of dealerships, even at the beginning or two or three years in, really don't have set policies and rules. This is how our employees act, behave. This is our posture on things. And procedures, oh, that is shoot from the hip, and that is so, so, so not going to make you a lot of money. You're going to run in circles there. And if you're the one that's always doing everything, then your phone's constantly ringing, disrupting what you're doing. Have a procedure. Okay, when we get a car in, it goes to the shop. Here's the checklist. When the checklist is done, call me. I'll tell you what to fix. That takes a load off the dealer and gives him more hours in a day. And the last one, compliance. Most guys are, what's compliance? So, yeah, those are a few of the bad habits I see. What are some of the successful habits that you see on the other side of the equation? I've been working with with dealers pretty solid now for almost 14 14 years. That's all I do. You know, the, the one thing I will say, two things, just 
two things stand between a dealer and his success. The first is limited knowledge, and the second is limiting beliefs. The guys out there that are making headrows, they're starting on themselves first because they know when they improve themselves, they're going to improve the dealership. They're going to go out and take classes and learn new skill sets because this business is ever-changing. You can't sit on your laurels. If you do, you're gone. And, you know, tools are essential. Selly, prime example. That is one hell of a tool for people to use if they learn how to simply use it and just make it a habit. Success is little habits. Every day, this is what I do. I don't care. I'm doing it. It's getting done. Got it. And what are some of, from different DMS installations that you've done or witnessed, you know, what are some no-nos with implementing a brand new DMS system? Because that's something we hear often at Selly and when I'm speaking at conferences, DMS installations. Okay. Clarify no-nos for me. <laughs> I've I've well, been software for 13 one years, example, so I've seen a lot of situations. You know, with Sally, uh, when we implement a new dealer and someone gets their credentials too early, they're in the system before it's configured, you know, things tend to go wrong. And I'm sure with the DMS installation, you know, if you haven't fully set it up the right way and you start desking deals, you could get into some trouble, different tax rates, et cetera. Okay, so whenever you are moving software, understand you're going to, if you can, keep your old software in the wings for six months while you're moving your records and moving everything to the D, your new DMS. Because I will say this flat out, there is no such thing as a migration of data from one DMS to the other. It's never clean. You always have to do a, a huge amount of cleanup work, so you might as well just manually migrate what you need to begin with and you have clean records. When you're doing that migration, you need to work hand-in-hand with the DMS to learn how the settings in your system work. Can you change them? Like when your VIT tax in Texas changes, can you go in there and change it, or do you have to pick up the phone call tech support and have them go into your system and change it? These are some crucial points you need to find out real early in the game because there's in this business, Everything changes. Tax rates change. Um, appraisal visitors rate changes. Forms change. You got to make sure you've always got the latest and greatest. Interesting. And Tom, a question for you. When you look into the future for independent dealers and you see more competition popping up, like you publicly traded auto groups with their own used car superstores, uh, companies like Carvana, you know, selling used cars online, what advice or thoughts do you have about the future for used car dealerships? And that's both retail and by your payer. Look, these guys are spending Buku bucks to pave the way. Because the moment I find out they have a system that works, I'm going to implement that into my dealership my way. CarMax, great example. No haggle pricing. A lot of guys, hey, 
this is the price. You want it? Here it is. If not, we're done. Have a great day. It's not being a hard butt, but it's learning what works. I can tell you this. Whoever gets to the market first and creates a true symbiosis in car buying, they will own the used car market. It's been an adversarial process for a hundred years, and the public is done with it. Interesting thoughts there. And, you know, to wrap things up, Tom, any last thoughts for the used car dealers listening on this podcast? Yeah. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. You're not going to get it right the first time. And it may not work in 30 days. It may not work in 90 days. Sometimes you just got to stick with it and keep polishing and practicing, polishing and practicing. Eventually, if it's, if it's what you want, it's going to work. But you got to want it. And you got to be willing to make the changes for it. Got it. Well, wise words from Tom Hampton. This is Zach Klimt and another episode of the Used Car Dealer Podcast. Thanks for listening.